This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. You just naturally run into these fellow ninjas everywhere you go. I mean, can't you just shake hands? Do you have to show you can out-kill each other? Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. <laughs> I don't know why I said my name like that. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get it out there one way or the other. Yeah, all right. We're back. We're back with uh, another fine episode. Halloween is over, so uh, while there may be some costumes involved in this particular episode, <laughs> it's not a Halloween episode. Yeah, it could be, but it's not. Yes. I mean, I I bet in the 80s there were a lot of people, a lot of kids that went as ninjas. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, that's not what's happening today. Yeah. When I was a kid, I actually wanted like a ninja like suit. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it like a real ninja. Yeah, like I, thought I, I thought I'd like wear it around the neighborhood and no one would see me. I'd yeah, like well, I, that's how it works. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely how it works. That's what I thought. You just put that on and you disappear. I mean, how many times does this guy, the master, disappear when he just puts that outfit well, on? Well, yeah, we're going to have to talk about that a little bit. <laughs> All right. Before we get started, uh, again, thank you for all the suggestions that we've had lately. Uh, again, if you have any suggestions, just shoot it to us, whether it be through Instagram, and I used to watch this, or Facebook, uh, I used to watch this. It's a Facebook.com says I used to watch this. Uh, Twitter, I used to number two watch this. Or emails, which we'll have on the show notes. And we'll, you know, we'll send you some stickers if you got some good suggestions, peeps. That's right. Um, and uh, also, yeah, rate, review, and all that kind of good stuff. Don't forget about that. If you do review us and you take a snapshot of it and send it to us uh, through the same methods, we'll send you some stickers as well. I think Just, we'll throw uh, we'll throw in a magnet even. Right. Yes. Magnet as well. Exactly. Yes. We have both. <laughs> we're, we're, we are stocked. Yeah. We're, I don't know what you want to call us. Uh, we're a conglomeration. We have stickers and... Uh, we're, yeah, like Jonathan Hart. He's got multiple things going on. We got stickers and magnets. That's right. It's so anyway, uh, yeah, I used to watch up. this industries, really. <laughs> yeah, that's what we should call ourselves. All right, what do we uh, watch for today anyway, Mike? I, okay. I have, by the way, I have no new TV shows that I've watched lately. I don't know about you. Um, No, I've been not watching TV lately. Uh, other yeah, than I this. I want to watch the new Jack Ryan. I haven't watched it yet, though, on Amazon. Yeah, my no, son I saw, watched it. I, he said it's good. I saw a trailer for that. It looked looked decent. Yeah, yeah, um, no, that was good. The last one was good. All right. So speaking of ninjas, there's not too many shows that we could have watched. Well, there probably are. Uh, <laughs> this, this one in particular, The Master. So this is our second time around with The Master. The Master. Um, and this one is the second episode in the short-lived series. Right. Out of time step. Yes. Now, initially, I was like, out of time. I'm thinking there's like some kind of time travel involved in this. (laughs) So did I, yeah. But there's not. No. No time travel. Out of time step. I even had to read it a couple times because it didn't didn't seem to flow. But um, out of time step is is dance reference. Right. Yes. Um, 
All right. Anything to say about anyone in this, or do we want to jump yes. into the story? Yeah. Okay, so there's a lot of a lot of people that are pretty, but I'm just gonna really hit on a couple. Um, the lead bad guy, who did not look bad at all, because Brian Brian Tochi, who was in Police Academy and Revenge of the Nerds, the second one. So that's what I picture him as, and I have really had a hard time picture him as a bad guy. <laughs> I don't know about you. I I have I'm um, not Revenge of the Nerds too. I'm sorry. The Revenge of the Nerds the first one. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, can't, I can't I can't picture him. I have to. Oh, yeah, but he's just like was. I just couldn't picture him being a bad guy. He was just too nice. But and isn't then, he the same bad guy that was in the begin the first episode? Wh- no, I don't think. No, I don't think so. Right, but, right. I don't remember the young guy. The, I'm talking about the young guy that was in this one. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He was, yeah, that guy was young. Yeah, you're right. I'm yeah, thinking of the and other they do guy. say that the guy who played Okasa in the first one was in this, but I don't know if he was just in like flashbacks or whatever. I don't remember seeing the other ninja guy. Yeah, that was, was he. He's, he was the other main bad guy. No, that was Soon Tech Ho. It's a different guy. Jesus. Okay. But him, what I remembered him from, what I, what, ugh, I can't talk. Sorry. <laughs> That should go well for this podcast. I'm sorry. I can't talk today. So, uh, But he's been in a lot of stuff. Um, but the one I, I... Wait. Am I thinking... Do I have the wrong one? Sorry. I'm trying to go back to find it now. So, I thought he was so, in a MASH episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Was that the one where he like yeah. surrendered himself or whatever? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I totally well, he, remember that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what I thought of right away when I saw him. He's been a, in it a few times as different characters. <laughs> um, but he was, uh, that was the guy I thought of immediately. It was the guy that just kept surrendering. Yeah, yeah. But so, the other one, the, sorry, go ahead. No, the, so the first guy was a different guy? Yes. The first he's the young guy. No, yeah, oh, in this one, yeah, the yeah, young the first guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, no, the first guy, the, the ninja guy, yeah, he was an older guy too, I think, kind of like Lee Van okay. Cleef. Yeah, after Um. But anyway, the other person that really, I didn't realize it at the time, but the the sister dancer, the one that gets kidnapped, Kelly, mm-hmm. spoiler alert. Jeez. Um, really? I know. Sorry. I didn't mean to ruin the whole thing for you. But she was the mom on Major Dad. She's the one that Major Dad marries, I guess. She's in all 96 episodes. So Really? Of all these people, she went on to have the biggest thing. <laughs> Major Dad, and that's with the guy from Simon and Simon, right? Correct. Yes. Was that a movie before it was a TV show? That I, I don't know. know. I don't want to get. Sick. I never, I never watched it. To be honest with you, um, I caught a couple of them occasionally, but I didn't watch it a lot. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know a whole I, lot about. It. That's why it didn't jump out at me that she was the mom on that. Yeah, you know who I thought she was at first. Was like the, one of the sisters. I don't remember too close for comfort. <laughs> yeah, she she looked like the, the brunette, the dark hair one. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it was not her. Yeah. No, it wasn't and the her. other sister, the one that played Jill, Lori Lethen, Lethen, um, she did a lot of horror movies. <laughs> really, like Return to Horror High, Bloody Birthday. She was in the day after. Um, yeah. also on a Magnum PI episode. Oh yeah. I'm seeing some pictures of her. Uh, yeah. It's scary. Okay. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm thrown. I'm thrown a little bit, but okay. Um, but that's it. That's the that's only it. good okay. stuff I found. All right. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, so we start out with um, Max, who was the kid, right? So just a little recap, if you're not familiar with the master, it is a, an American ninja, an old guy who is looking for his long lost daughter in the States. So he left Japan at the the ninja asylum or wherever they hang out. And, they, <laughs> and then I think, I, from what I remember, they were upset that he left, right? So they sent someone after him. And then this is just kind of like, he's just trying to find his daughter now. He's like, it's kind of like the Kung Fu thing where right. know, the, the guy's like wandering the countryside. And he just kind of hooked up with this guy. I don't, this kid, I don't, yeah. At like some yeah, this bar. kid, not even sure <laughs> why. Yeah, exactly. Some he's, bar fight, yeah. So, yeah, he's like mentoring this young guy. So, all right. So we open up, and, and the master is teaching Max, the younger guy, how, how to like walk on a, a, like a tightrope. And, um, you know, the kid's in like a super good mood, and... Balancing, and then I, I'm not sure why, but the the master guy takes out like this little I don't know even know what it was, but it shoots. It's like a little <laughs> web slinger, right? Yeah, shoots, that's what it's like a, I didn't know what that was. I had no idea what the point of that was. I, don't, I mean, you like do a, find out later, but it's like a stick, and it shoots a rope out, and it, he wraps it around the other rope the kid's walking on, and he doesn't even right. like pull it or shake it to try and get him off it or anything. Was no, like he was just like trying to show off his cool toy. Yeah. Hey, you ever see one of these before? <laughs> but it was clear, like, okay, this must be coming into play later. Right. Yes, it was really no reason for yeah. this. <laughs> no, not at all. Right off the bat, but uh, but the kid's like, you know what? This is enough for today. He cracks a couple of circus jokes about the the rope, and then he's like, uh, we'll have a lot of fun. We'll go find your daughter. Yeah. Because he's like, I don't really see there being much point to learn how to tightrope in San Francisco or wherever yeah, they were. Right. But then, did you notice, like, when he goes to take the rope off the tree, just kind of, like, throws, like, one thing off and it's down. I'm like, that was holding it up. I'm like, That's a it? sweet knot when you can do yeah. that. Yeah. You know? It just, like, he just, like, flung, like, one thing over and it just fell, all fell down. I'm like, wow, that, yeah, I don't know how was holding them. Yeah. He, well, yeah, probably. But, you know, and then, and but yeah. then the, the old man looks at the newspaper. He's, like, got a newspaper. Yeah. Right, and, um, newspaper clipping. There's like some kind of breakdance competition or something on the front page. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I wasn't sure where that was going at this point. But, I, I was uh, waiting to see the ninja do some breakdance moves. Yeah, I was like, that would be. They could kind of incorporate that. And right. Breakdancing ninja. Yeah, make it more relevant to the kids and stuff. You know. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, so then they move on and they go. We just cut to this club, a nightclub. And there's this girl, a girl in a wheelchair, and she's clearly not happy from the start, right? She's, like, bitter. Um, we don't know her story yet. But the old man and the kids show up, and the kid's like, hey, it's 4 a.m., and this place is still packed. Yeah. And it, yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty happening. And, uh, oh, oh, so they were going there because the girl in the picture worked um, at that. Yeah. Worked at the club. Her father owned the club, and she was a dancer there. And they thought it might be his daughter that was standing next to her in the picture. Right. 
And I have a little clip of them showing up at the dance club in the beginning with some sweet music in the background. That's Kelly Patterson. She was the girl standing next to your daughter in the newspaper photograph. The old man runs this place. I'll try and catch her after this dance. We don't want to integrate you too fast into modern day society. All right, you go talk to the pretty girl. I'll talk to her father. What a pal. Anytime. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like the way they divide and conquer on that. Right. You go talk to the young girls because it's going to be really creepy (laughs) if I talk to them. Though there is a little creepy moment later on in this episode with him. Yes, there is. There is. I know exactly um, But it really is no less creepy that this guy just starts going and watching one girl dance and like, I'm going to wait for her to go in the back and follow her back in the dressing room. I'm going to go back in the girls' locker room. Right. This is the way I'm going to go and get some info for her, from her. I'm just going to go where she's changing because she'll be totally open to talking to me at that point. And then conveniently, I don't know if you noticed, the, yeah, the, the dad. So he goes out and dances with her for a little bit, right? For like like a, just a short. The dancer's five. dad. Right. Yeah, the dancer's dad. And then he walks off the floor and then goes and stands next to the master. Right, exactly. And they just kind of like, I don't think they really even, I think he did say something to him, the the master, like, hey, nice place you got here or something. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. But, he, uh, he made some kind of small talk. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, uh, so what, what happened then? Basically, Max goes and hangs out by the door. Oh, and then some bouncer sees him back there and kind of like throws him, basically... Like, uh, where do you think you're going? And, yeah, he kind of uh, manhandles him back to his seat. Yeah, exactly. And so, oh, <laughs> I, w- I do want to say about the dancing first. So they show her dancing, obviously. That's, you know, takes up a good minute. But if you notice, the only time they really show her face is when she's doing, like, close-up, like, Vogue Madonna dancing. I'm like, okay, so obviously this girl really isn't dancing. <laughs> yeah. just showing her and not that the dancing was all that impressive, but right, but I mean, but then, works, uh, but. but then some uh, guys walk in, and uh, the master already does not does not like the looks of these people that are walking in. These uh, Japanese people look like they either are businessmen or Japanese uh, mobsters, and um, right, right. they're pretty much the second. <laughs> yeah, I mean, four in the morning. Um. Yep. That's and the guy's got some weird snake ring on that the master sees from like across the room too. And but well, that'll come into play later. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then the the waitress is there, and like the the one guy that I was telling you about. What was I forget what his name was in the episode. Now the kind of leader guy that was from Revenge of the Nerds. That looked to be way too young to be the leader of something. Oh, his name is Jonathan Chan in this. And uh, he's like, hey, where's the old man, basically? And she's like, I don't know. And he, like, whips the glass, like, the tray out of her hand and, like, knocks all the shit on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. she's, you know, and then uh, the ninja master guy goes up to him and help her out. She's like, I don't know why I'm crying or why I'm afraid. These people, it's always like this in this place. He's like, you had every right to be afraid. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. he, he like helps her pick the things up and yeah, just a nice. And then uh, we cut to the dad goes to find the other daughter in the, that was in the wheelchair 
she's watching old film of her uh, parents dancing. I guess they were famous dancers back in the day. Yeah, and they were. I mean, they were. I, I don't know who was really on the film, but they were cutting it up. They were. I think they were tap dancing. I don't remember, but yeah, some, some fancy they were dancing. just no. They weren't. They were just fancy dancing, and then. Yeah. One guy's like, oh, my sister, you know, because he's talking about his sister, her sister out there. He's like, oh, my sister, Isidore Duncan. So I had to look <laughs> yeah. her up. And she was a famous dancer from the, like, 1877 to 1920. Because so uh, I had never heard of this. No, and it was 19, either. she was, I don't know if she died in 1920 or if she's whatever. But this was already, like, 60 years later. And they're, like, throwing this reference out, like, you're supposed to know who this is. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it's not like a common household name, but no, yeah, I didn't um, even bother looking it up. <laughs> no, me neither. This girl, uh, Jill, is her name, right? She's the one that's in the wheelchair. She's the right. sister of the dancer who maybe knows what is the master's daughter's name? Even I don't know. <laughs> we probably should know that. <laughs> I haven't I thought about that. Right? Yeah. Do you? Okay, but she's very angry about her sister, I guess, because there's. You know, she's confined to a wheelchair, which they never describe why. You know, I thought they, they were going to say something for for whatever reason. But, um, you know, she can dance and, you know, she's, they don't, <laughs> my thought was, do they have a different mother? Because they don't look anything alike. And at first, when I saw the dancing girl, it was just, you know, we don't did not have the best quality footage of this. So she almost looked like she might have been Asian too. But, and then I realized later that it was just, <laughs> terrible quality video from the yeah, dancing yeah. at first yeah. <laughs> she totally was not at all <laughs> so okay. um i yeah but anyway so now the 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 group comes in the um jonathan chan and his associates and he's you know very nice he's like would you excuse us i have some uh business to discuss oh, wait he's like you and your father have some business <laughs> the way he like pause like all dramatic like that and yeah, she yeah. didn't want to leave at first. And finally, she's like, sweetie, go ahead. And, you know, so she goes out. And then this is when Max uh, slips into the back room after the bouncer gets distracted. Right. Yeah, right. To the bouncer bon- or the bouncer. What did he call him? Attila Hun or something? Yeah, I actually have that like, okay. audio later. <laughs> All right. But he refers to him that a couple times. So, yeah. Yeah. Stood out a little bit. But yeah, because the guy's like three times the size of him, and easily. Yeah, sl- yeah. So, so he slips in and starts kind of walking around like the dressing room, and he's like trying that. to get like all the girls. Excuse me, excuse me, and they're all totally ignoring him. And then he realizes half, most of them are like half naked, so he's like covering his eyes or whatever. Right. And that's when he stumbles upon Kelly, and uh, I have a little bit of the audio here because it's. Um, pretty good i think when he bumps into her and uh, you really shouldn't be back here our bouncer has a small personality problem who are tilly the hun we're pals kelly patterson i'm max keller looking for a girl the stars were in the right places it'd be you wow so yeah so she uh so the whole thing i think we have to go back to is that those uh, businessmen are there, the mob guys are there because they want protection money. Yes. Like, that's their whole thing. They're they're not right. just like, you know. They're not there to, like. Pushing people around. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 
Well, it's basically got, what they're doing. Yeah, they yeah, but they they're you know they're looking for they're looking for some money, and um, it seems like uh, the club owner he wants no part of it. It's like maybe he's no. even told them before. Yeah, not, exactly. They don't make it clear, but right. It seems like these guys have been working the area lately and trying to get everyone to get on their protection racket. Right. And he wants nothing to do with it because why would you? <laughs> yeah, right. Why would you want to? <laughs> it seems like the protection I need is from you, so I'm paying you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, to leave me. Well, that's basically what it boils down to. Typically, yeah, in those exactly. Situations, you know. Right. Um, I've never been a small business owner uh, hustled into a, bi- a protection racket, so I don't yeah, know well, how that works. Consider yourself lucky. So. Yeah, then, I, I then, need to uh, open a local. Uh, Little local diner to get involved in that, I guess. That's right. Or cleaners or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Dry cleaners is always a good one. Yep. Yeah. Um, maybe pizza by the slice. Any of those kind of places. You're <laughs> you're a good target for uh, the mob. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah. So, he talks to Kelly, right? And she kind of dismisses him and right. t- takes off. She's like, I but don't know anyone she, named Terry. But then she comes back. And he's sitting at the table with a hamster. Is that? Did, did I have that right? <laughs> yeah, remember he keeps it in his car, like it has a wheel in its da- dashboard, and just like uh, runs around in his car. I, I didn't remember that. So when she's like comes to the table and he's like sitting there with a hamster, I was like, this is just bizarre. Yeah. And then she's and, like, oh. And then she starts talking to him. Like, she thinks the hamster is so cute. He's like, oh, it must be his blue eyes or something. I don't know what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah she said something like that. Or he said something, something like that. Something goofy. Yeah. Um, but it, it, she was like, right, you know, back to your friend Terry or whatever, you know. She's pretty messed up. She's on drugs. But here's her phone number. and um, Yeah, because he gives her, like, an address or something, right? Yeah. Or she yeah. gives him an address. She gives him something. And then, and then the master comes up and like drags him out because. Well, no. He... First, the bouncer comes. Remember? Oh yeah, you're right. You're the bouncer right. meets yeah. up with them, and he lunge like the bouncer lunges and he lunges at him. He whips a Chinese star at the guy. Yeah, yeah. And it hits the mirror, and then he kicks him, and then leaves, <laughs> runs his yeah. ass out of there because he knows he's gonna get his ass kicked. Yeah. So he did. There was a short fight scene where he did take out a guy three times his size, which was cool. Yeah, he didn't really. Then, yeah, I think the guy would have come back. And then the master is outside, basically outside the office when these guys all leave. The Chans leave, and the one guy who was in Mash, um, I forget what his name was in the episode, but uh, he's the guy with the the ring, and he grabs his arm, like as he's coming down the stairs, and his hands on the oh, railing. Yeah. And the guy's like, I cannot leave. I cannot move my arm or something like that. Yeah. Almost like he was paralyzed. Then he asks them about the ring. And the guy's like, what the hell is your... And then he sees the medallion on the master. And he knows he's a ninja as well. And they talk in some kind of code. I don't know what they say to each other. I didn't write it down. They throw a little ninja vernacular back and forth. Right. Like the... Bird only flies at night. I don't know. It's like something weird like that. Not if the worm is made of toast. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't write it down. I should have. I should have recorded it actually, but I, I did it. Yeah. Um, and then they they talk in code, and then they just 
he lets go of his arm and he leaves. You know, because the guy Chan's like, "Let's go." He's like, "I can't move. I can't move my arm or whatever." Not right. and, I, and then he lets go, and then the guy goes. So this so. is where I first question it because, like Ninja, you know, the whole theory is like uh, element of surprise, right? Or like they are unseen. This guy pretty much like does a move in the middle of a dance club to identify himself as a ninja to the other ninja. Like there's nothing discreet about that whole exchange that happened. I thought. No. It feels like it went against some kind of ninja code right there. <laughs> yeah. So now they're they're both on to each other, but they leave. They all leave. Everyone leaves, right? Well, the, the the master goes and gets the kid and yells at him for using the throwing star at the club. Right, yeah. He's like, I guess you don't, you know, he's like, I don't know, he's like, I guess you don't respect what you don't understand. Oh, no, no, the kid says that. Because he's yeah. pissed about the star, that he's using it because he's just using it willy-nilly. I guess you're supposed to only use it under certain circumstances. I don't know what the rule is. Right. But, you know, the kid's like, well, I guess you don't uh, respect what you don't understand. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't think I understood that. but Yeah. Um um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so they head out with that address. Now, mind you, they have this address of this girl who is supposed to be maybe the master's daughter. And right. they do not ever go to this address. It's, <laughs> you know it's, yeah, it's as they, if they lost track of why they were even there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It no, just suddenly I, takes I, a turn. I, yeah, I understand how it kind of got off track, but <laughs> there was like no mention of that really at all anymore. And then no. they never even do it at the end, you know. So anyway, yeah. So but basically, so, this is when we get the car chase. Yeah. So the, so the, the master and the kid leave in the in the van, which reminds me of the eighteen van. I don't know if I said that before. Yeah, no, I think you did. Yeah, I mean, but, it's fine. Um, but. <laughs> and then the 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 Asian businessmen chase them. Uh, well, he's like, we're being followed. And yeah, they, like, like the kid knew they were being followed chase. in like four seconds. Right. Like, I think we're being followed. Like he pulled out. Like, I usually do that. We're leaving like the grocery store. Yeah. And I look over to my wife. I'm like, the car behind us turned the same way. Yeah. Um, and then they like, start hauling. And they are getting some major air on some the roads. Yes. there was. So I thought this was a, again, this was a great car chase. It was short, but yeah. it was it was good. Some good jumps on the streets. San Francisco? Yeah. Is that where they were? Yes. Good good streets there. I mean, that I van see. got at least seven feet off the ground. Yes. <laughs> you I'm would have to sure. do it like 150 miles an hour to think to get you, that high. I don't know. Well, maybe not. Did. I don't know. It's been a while since I've been in San Francisco. They must have had a couple of vans on set because that, that one would not have worked after <laughs> from that. Um, no, probably not. But then, so I don't know. There's, I guess, there's two cars chasing him. I didn't realize that at first. Yeah, because the one, one kind of just stops and what and like, <laughs> yeah. So like he formulates the, a plan, right? Right, and you know I understand that he's gonna try to cut him off, but somehow this guy, while these guys were doing at least ninety miles an hour, he stops, watches him go, and they are at least half a mile ahead of him. And he's like, I'm gonna go this way, and somehow. He is still in front of them. I don't know how he got ahead of him, but he must have done like 200 miles an hour. He must, they must have had Kit to do it because I don't understand how they got that fast. I don't know what kind of car that was. It was like a – it looked like a Daihatsu. Suzuki Samurai or something. It was like 
It was not a yeah. fast vehicle, so I'm no, not sure. No, it would have like a three-cylinder engine probably. That was like a good guess. shortcut, whatever he took there. <laughs> yeah, he took like took like some sort of Bugs Bunny shortcut where they yeah. you would just get in front of everybody. Or yeah, exactly. It was a Bugs Bunny move for sure. <laughs> so so then the ninjas, the other ninjas in the car are shooting at him. I mean, I'm assuming everyone's a ninja at this point. And, you know, the kid's like, well, who are they? And he's like, well, they're assassins. And, uh, well, you know, clearly. But he's right. like, hey, when you get a chance, pull over. The, yeah, well, the, wait. And I, I got a the, little clip, actually, before this, because he's like, okay, yeah, the, yeah, there are ninjas or whatever. He's like, do you just run into ninjas everywhere you go? <laughs> <laughs> but her, wait, I got that. Uh, here we go. Who are those guys? Assassins. The Biocasa? No, a man like a casa. Ninja. You just naturally run into these fellow ninjas everywhere you go. I mean, can't you just shake hands? Do you have to show you can out kill each other? He must believe I was in the club to help Charlie Patterson. What's his problem? <laughs> tell me later. <laughs> What's his problem? Uh, tell me later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he tells him, he's like, you know, when you get a chance, pull over. And I was thinking, you pull over to the side of the road or wherever. But intuitively, the kid knew, like, to, like, do some maneuver and hide behind this truck. Yeah, he knew this truck move. was going to be abandoned there. It was a good move. So they, they lose him. And in the meantime, the master gets out in nearly in full ninja costume. Right. Um, except he's got that giant gold medallion, which, again, I'm like, you know, you're supposed to be almost invisible, right? But he's got this big, shiny gold medallion. That's a dead giveaway. <laughs> Uh, and then he he scales a telephone pole. Right. He scales it as the other car is like in front of it. Like they're stopped. They're like where do they go? Yeah. And meanwhile, he's yeah. like in the back and climbing up the thing. He's climbing up a pole, and then he walks across the wire. Yes. As then, the car is coming, so they don't it, see him. Right. In and front the, of him, <laughs> walking and, across the wire. Right, and he's walking across the wire, and they are driving underneath him at like four and a half miles an hour at the most, if right. not even slower. Maybe they're searching for him. I don't know. But this was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life afterwards because then he jumps off the wire, or basically well, onto the top of the roof of the car. Yeah, that only or does the hood of the car. Before that, they what? just stopped directly underneath him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So he didn't even have to time it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he falls on the roof, and they're like, "Oh my God, what's going on?" And he's now he's got that thing we saw on the when they were doing the tightrope thing, and he's smashing the window, oh, and yeah. finally gets it to break, and he shoots the little cable out or whatever it is. Yeah, it's like a web slinger. He shoots around. Right, and it goes around the steering wheel, and it fucking rips the steering wheel off the car. What? Like I'm not even <laughs> sure because he pulls. He he ends up pulling the steering wheel with his other hand. <laughs> I don't know what that thing was. I don't know. And then he like just rolls off the hood, and they just drive into the ocean because they can't control the car. Yeah, uh, that, that was, was just a bizarre, bizarre scene right there. That was the that was the best thing. And then uh, the other, um, so then that other car with that had the other ninja guy in it, basically like. <laughs> sees him and he they like staring at each other like uh you know meeting at high noon basically yeah. and the guy guns it after him and he throws a smoke bomb and you know he leaves 
Which again, those smoke bombs, pretty cool. Yeah. I would like a dozen of those and just be throwing them around. Right. But yeah, I don't have it. And then the Max guy makes a joke. Where'd you learn that? Driving school? Yeah. Yeah, good joke. Good one, Max. <laughs> good job, Max. Yeah. Um, so, go ahead. So then I think we're back at the uh, mafia headquarters or the triad well, first, or whatever they are. Well, yeah. First, the the master says we need to go back to the dance club because they need to know who they're dealing with. Because now he knows that these are not just average thugs. That they're some right. They're not your normal ninjas. These are uh, no. Well, normal. You know, protection racket group. <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> these do we know about them? What do we know about them now that we didn't know about them at the club? <laughs> Nothing. I'm not sure. I'm not sure we picked up any new information. No, no. But this is yeah. So this is yeah. They so they go back, and this yeah. is the scene you were talking about. What's that? Where where he goes back to the club and like, it's all dark. We we're talking. Oh about no, that. Scene. Oh yeah, but first we do see though. Back at the 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 ninja headquarters, or <laughs> whatever you want to call it, where they're making a plan that they're going to kidnap their daughter, the daughter to make him listen. Right. Then we go, yes, we go <laughs> to the club, and it's all dark, except for Jill, who's in her wheelchair. Just, I don't know, was she watching like, another movie at first, or no? Was it no just... I think she was like kind of dancing, trying to, like dancing to the music. In her wheelchair. wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. Which, fine, that's so fine. But then, he just, like, the master shows up and he just fucking stands there in the dark and watches her. And then she goes to try to stand up. And I'm like, wait, she doesn't know he's there? Because he's, like, hiding in the shadows. And then uh, she kind of falls and he watches. Um, But then he kind of goes over there and he starts talking to her all creepily, like, you can yeah. do it. You can still do it. She's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> She's like, "Where? who, who, someone's here? <laughs> yeah. Who's there? Why are you talking in the dark? You know, you know, sometimes a stranger can help. I'm like, oh my God. She's like, I'm like, call the cops. She's <laughs> like, yeah, help, help me over to the phone so I can dial 911. <laughs> yeah. And then he like, pretend like I'm a silk rope or whatever and pulling you in. I'm like, whoa, what? I actually had this recorded and I was gonna put it in here, but um, it was really quiet, so the audio quality was crap, and you couldn't like really hear what he was saying. But it was yeah. creepy. Let's just put it that way. Really, yeah, I, I know, know he was could, trying to be yeah. helpful, but it didn't come off that way. No, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, and then she she does eventually fall into his arms, and and then she's like, uh, "Can you take me back to my chair?" Like he wants <laughs> exactly. to get away from him. And and uh, I don't. I just want to say one thing about her outfit. It reminded me of like this era, maybe even a little earlier. Wendy's outfits that they would wear in Wendy's in the commercials. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't it kind of look like it? You did. You're right. <laughs> now that you say that, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna have to like find some old Wendy's commercial now and put a comparison shot up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, she'll see. She's like, "Why are you here?" And he's like, well, "I'm here to see your father." And um, then, wonder, yeah, then the dad comes out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, he's like, you seem to have taken an interest in my family, weirdo. <laughs> With a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's like, he's like, 
But yeah, he's like, you take an interest in my family. And, and then, then they start to talk about the bad guys. Right. He's like, I'll explain. And he's like, where's your daughter? I'm like, oh, getting kidnapped? <laughs> yeah, right. Because then they show her, like, where's your daughter? She's, like, walking down the street. Doo, 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 doo. And there's, like, some guys, like, yeah. driving really slowly along. And, like, what's his name? Max is, like, supposed to be watching her, you know. Right. And he's like, oh, yeah, she's right there. And she's getting kidnapped she's, as I watch. She's getting attacked right now. Yeah. Yeah. He does so go to try to help. He does. And he beats up one guy. Yeah. And, and then he gets uh, the shit knocked out of him by the other ninja. Yeah. Then, then he gets schooled. And then, um, so they finish taking the girl. And I was thinking, you know, the guy that beat up Max, you know, like the main. The bodyguard or the ninja guy? The ninja guy. Yeah. So he's got like a really nice suit on and he just like beats down on Max. He moved like really good in that suit. And then the suit, like his shirt wasn't untucked or anything afterwards. It's like, that's. No, he's got, was, like, those outfits just... that uh, Chuck Norris used to sell back in the day. Uh, they're, like, elastic or something? <laughs> no, but he used to he used to do commercials for jeans, like a special jean that would, you know, you can do fucking ninja kicks in them. Oh, so. that's right. Yeah, he had, like, those... it had, like, the crotch cut out. And yeah. Like, like a, well, yeah. it wasn't cut out. Well, it, was like, it was cut out, and there was, like, another <laughs> patch in there or something. So it wasn't, like, a normal scene. It wasn't, like, crotchless jeans, but... Yeah. I would love to think, see Chuck Norris and Crotchless Pants do it. I, I I swear I I have a I have a magazine somewhere in my basement with uh, an ad with Chuck Norris doing like a kick with those jeans. On. Oh, I'm sure. You, yeah, you can find those all over the place online too. I gotta find that. Okay. So uh, then back at the club, uh, they get a call and it's the the bad guys and they want twenty grand from the bank. Mm-hmm. And you know they put the daughter on, and you get the typical "Daddy, I'm fine." <laughs> right? Kidnap, <And laughs> kidnap people always call their father "Daddy" when they're kidnapped. Too. Well, you know, it's more dramatic, right? But I, I did like how so the the bad guy Jonathan is like, "We want twenty grand." You know, no one gets hurt. Blah blah blah. And the old man's like, "I don't have twenty grand in cash." And he he then he rattles through all the different options you can do. <laughs> I got a clip yeah. of that. He's like, here's all the things you can do to get your money. Mr. Patterson, I regret the measures you've forced us to take. However, I'm certain that after our initial misunderstanding, the business between us will be a gentleman. You withdraw $20,000 from the bank today. I haven't got that kind of money to withdraw. Oh, some bonds cashed in, some, some shares sold. A loan firm proved. A little austerity is good for the soul, Mr. Patterson. Speak to your daughter, who is in good health. But he's so nice. Well, yeah, we can come helpful. to a gentlemanly decision. Don't worry about it. You know. Hey, you have options. Go to the credit union. Right. Um, sell some stuff on eBay. There's you a know, lot of I, ways. on the radio, I heard today a uh, special kidnappers loan. Uh, really <laughs> <Yeah>. low rates. <laughs> right. Right. Because I think he does say something about a loan. What are you going to yeah. do when you go to the bank? Well, my daughter's been kidnapped, and I need to borrow $20,000. Sure. What's collateral? Your other daughter? <laughs> yeah. That would work. Perfect. Um, anyways. So, <laughs> so, so, in the yeah, meantime, so just... yeah, so while they're doing this, like the master's kind of checking in on Max. He's got like a couple broken ribs and all that kind of good stuff from his fight. And um, But 
what um Oh, Max is like, hey, they got to be somewhere here in Chinatown. Right. So all right, the master another, tells him another, to get the money. He's like, you got to get yeah. the money. Just get the money. He's like, what? But he, I, here's another. They're in Chinatown, right? I'm pretty sure ninjas are Japanese. Right. These guys are Japanese for sure. These guys are Japanese. What are they, is this? I think they're making some assumptions here. <laughs> Just saying. Well, there's nothing. There's, you know, yeah. Everyone knows Chinatown. No one knows, you know, if there's Jap- a Japanese, Japanese town. I don't know. All right. Just I don't know either. I'm just you know. Okay, yeah, so I don't the, know much about San plan, Francisco. <laughs> so the plan the plan is that Jill is going to deliver the money. It makes right. sense, right? The one in the wheelchair because they won't the expect girl. anything, you know, any bad stuff to happen. Right. So oh no! Wait. Like, Go ahead. I'm she's sorry. like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, pretty much. And the yeah. and the Max, you know, he wants to go with, but the the old man's like, no, 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 you can't. He's like, what do you mean? Oh no, wait, that's later. That's not now. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead too far. Um, so they just send her into a dark alley <laughs> with a, right. with a with suitcase full of, full of cash that uh, hopefully the right people will come to take, and not some other people that just happen to see someone <laughs> yeah, rolling right. down the street with a suitcase in her lap. Yeah. Um, but they want to see the money. She shows the money. He's like, you know, the ninja guy's like, you have my word. Your sister will be returned. And we all know that a ninja's word is it's, golden. It is. It's his bond right there. Yeah. Um, then he goes and caresses her cheek to ruin the moment, and she smacks him in the face. Right. So and, any respect you might have had for him was just... Yeah, exactly. Um, and then meanwhile, so... While she's doing that, the master <laughs> comes running up the alley while they're... Now, mind you, he doesn't do this while they're out there talking. He waits until basically they get back in their Jeep, right? And then he right. runs up underneath it and uses his ninja claw things to kind of clamp on there and like is riding underneath the Jeep. With like zero clearance. Like, <laughs> there's about... Exactly. It's like a centimeter between his spine and the road. You know? Right. They hit a speed bump and he's dead because his head's going to yeah. be smashed in. Um, and then uh, don't they show – did they show that car? What car jumped? On it, the, that was it one. that one? <laughs> that one took like another seven-foot jump and the, the master was unshaken. Like, yeah, that was great. Um, so they, they just pull up there and he rolls out from underneath it and he, you know, surveys the scene and he sees a window. He's like, yeah, that's the way I'm going in right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, spots the open window. And then like the Jill talks to Max. She's like, what happened? She's like, where's your friend? I didn't see him. She's like, he's like, that doesn't mean he wasn't there. You know, he's yep. a ninja. He could be anywhere. Goes without saying. Yeah. So then, um, what the owner talks to Jonathan again, the kidnapper. He's like, "Oh, I understand. You had to take a lien on your club for the loan for the money." He's like, "Why don't you sign that over to me? I'll own it, yeah. but then you can run it." Yeah. And, and then you'll get your daughter back. Right. Um. Yeah. Then what happens? Oh. So then the master's going through his like arsenal of weapons. And, like, oh yeah. Bitch- bitching about not being able to help right and i was like fine you can come with 
Fine. If you're so gonna be go, a baby it, about it, and when here I got I got a I got a clip of them arguing and then kind of coming to terms here. I thought this was a partnership. Too dangerous. Well, that little chase in the streets this morning. You don't suppose that had just a small element of danger in it? What am I, a chauffeur? So yeah, so he takes him with him, and then so that's when he sees the open window. I'll tell you what I'm not ready for. I'm not so ready to see Kelly killed. I'm not ready to see you go off into the sunset against that pack of wolves. I'm yeah. not ready to be shot at, driven at, or kicked in the face. And then have to go sit out the wall. But you are ready to get killed. With you around, how could you let that happen? I suppose you'd only follow me. Believe it. I believe it. You ready for your ninja robes? <laughs> Still working up to that. But I do have a black outfit. <laughs> I don't know what the his ma- black the outfit ma- is. The master should have just like slapped him in the throat and left him unconscious right there. So. He should have thrown a fucking smoke bomb and just left. <laughs> You're right. Try and find me. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. My audio. I, my whole computer. Like everything locked up for a second. So hopefully nothing got all screwed up. So hopefully this is still right. working. Yeah. I'm sure. So. My it shows my recording is still going. So I don't know what that was all about. So. All right. All right. So they get to the window. They see the window. So the master shoots a crossbow with some like heavy duty arrow. And again, we get to leverage the high wire. Uh, so he walks, he walks across. Did the kid go in with him? I don't remember how he got in. Yeah. Uh, no, they both did. They okay. zip lined in. Remember they zip lined. Oh, in. that's right. They zip lined. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause the window was then closed. Cause I remember them crashing through a window. Right. Right. Yeah. It didn't actually go through the open window. Um, why would they and do then, that? Yeah, I don't know. But then the bad guy is having like the the girl dance for him because she's a dancer, right? And that was kind of weird. Um, so she's doing her moves, and they're smiling, and then she stops because she just can't do it. But the master comes in, and again he uses one of those smoke bombs. <laughs> yeah, he throws it, and this time it makes the guy pass out. Yeah. Well, he's got a, you you know, a whole bunch of different kind of smoke bombs. Well, yeah, you got to be careful with those then, you know? You don't know which one you pull out, <laughs> make yourself pass out. When you're a ninja, you Just, know which is one is which. You can tell by feel. Just by feel. <laughs> right. Okay. Then um, he's like, okay, there's only one way out of here. Not the front door. A high wire at the top of the building. So they grab the money and they head for the high wire. And the girl's like, no, I'm not going to do it. Uh, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, no, no I wouldn't either. Yeah. But he takes her hand and, like, he's basically walking backwards without right. even looking. Yeah. And she's balancing, like, holding on to him. Yeah. I'm he's not like, even sure that's – I don't <laughs> think so. I really don't. He's like, don't look out, Don't look down. Don't look down. He's like, I'm not going to fall, so therefore you're not going to fall. I and then like, uh, the only way I'm not going to fall is if you carry me because yeah, just out of fear I would throw myself to the ground. I don't know. And then, but anyway, they and, make it. and they only look like they were one floor up. They could have just freaking hung off the yeah. balcony and jumped. That's what I thought too. I'm like, wouldn't it be easy to drop a rope out the window? Yeah, right. Just, just take that like, rope that they just had and <laughs> I don't know. slide down. Yeah, they were like second story. Not to mention they could have just, like you said, walked out the front door. Yeah. 
And then I was waiting, but like, where's the other ninja the whole time? Like, where is he at? But it turns out he was waiting on the roof on the other side. Yeah, and I think it's ninja etiquette not to interrupt you when you're... When you're doing a high-wire act? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know... Yeah. You're just going to wait until they were done. Yeah. And then, again, I get so hung up on these little things, but the other ninjas waiting at the top of the other building, you know, all in black... Except for a white bandana on his head. Well, yeah. Makes a white it e- bandana. It makes it easier for the camera to focus on him. <laughs> I guess so we could tell him apart? I don't know. But, again, the whole, you know, invisibility, element of surprise wasn't working. Yeah. Yeah. And then the two ninjas meet in full regal. And uh, yep. this reminded me of, like, the Highlander. There can only be one, so they got to fight to the death. That's right. And they fight. And... Pretty much the master loses his sword pretty quickly into the match. Yeah. I don't even think he had a sword. It was like a stick. Whatever it was, yeah. Yeah, and the other guy had a sword. But then this is probably my second favorite part. The steering wheel is certainly my favorite part. (laughs) But this is my next favorite. So he loses his thing, and he's like standing there, and the other ninja's like looking at him, and he throws one of those smoke bombs again. The guy must have thousands of smoke bombs. Right. And the ninja stand there watching, you know, he's like, where did you go? And then he sees, like, the smoke starts clearing, and then there's the ninja standing there, basically, with his back to him. He's like, there you are. And he goes and hits him, and he gets fucking electrocuted because the ninja put the robe over, like, a <laughs> transformer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it was. And, and I'll be honest, funny. at that point... Even I knew it wasn't the ninja. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, it was... Good it trick, was, though. It was pretty bad. And I guess that was the end of them. Yeah. I'm assuming that guy died. Right. Um, per- perhaps he was just knocked unconscious. A ninja never dies, though, really. No. And He's like a guy. Jedi master. And then that, you know... I mean, that was that, right? So they solved that problem. They won't be bothered by those people anymore. Um, but then back at the club, there was, they're watching the whole club is watching some tap dancing movies now. Right. And it's, uh, it's a birthday it's party. It's the dad. Yeah. yeah, it's the old man. It's his birthday. So And Max, you know, some vagabond that just strolled into town <laughs> is the MC now. Right. right? He's like exactly. part of the family. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, this guy has known these people for half a day. Now, granted, he saved right. one of the, their daughters, but I'm sure they could have found somebody else that could introduce people better that, you know, actually right. knows them. But he's like, hey, right. we have a birthday surprise for you. And uh, Jill, you know, gets up and walks to him, you know, after a couple of steps. And uh, he's like, can you dance? And so they try to dance a little bit, you know, and then she sits back down because she's tired. Again, they don't explain anything what is, you know, no, wrong. No, was it an injury? What happened? Right. So you really have no it's idea. Psychosomatic. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, right. Was it some sort of trauma from her mom dying? I don't know. Um, but then it turns into a dance party. And um, yeah. then finally, at the end of the dance party, uh Kelly was the other girl, right? Who's the one that got, right? She was the one that got uh, kidnapped. Yeah. She's like, oh, by the way, I talked to my friend Terry. She's not your daughter. Sorry. (laughs) That's the end of that. 
Yeah. It was like a quick, clean ending to that story. It's almost like they were writing this episode. They're like, fuck, we forgot to finish that part. <laughs> yeah. They probably finished it, and then someone's like, hey, what about the daughter? <laughs> Let's just ADR that voice in. We <laughs> won't even have her actually speaking it. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah, Terry, not your daughter. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Yeah. And so that by, was it. Yeah. And by the way, uh, according to IMDb trivia, um, when the girl is watching that film, that dance film, I guess that really is that guy. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I kind of suspected that. Right. But I, but I, I guess he was like, <laughs> so even IMDb, it just kind of talks about him a little bit. And it says, <laughs> he will be distantly remembered for his one big film role, <laughs> the title distantly. charm. The title charm run the low budget programmer dancing pirate from 1936 i'm like okay i guess that's like a backhanded compliment for the guy yeah and i guess kind of rude (laughs) and i guess according also according to imdb he um this was the first time he appeared in anything since 1954 besides his voice in a choir for the whiz so oh really yeah wow yeah so brought him out of his shell for this. I it was worth it. Guess so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. But anyway, but he did die at the ripe old age of ninety five. So that's nothing nice. Usually, when I look up oh, these yeah, people, they cool. all died in like forty eight, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So that's the end of that. That's the end of that. Yes. So story. Maybe lacking a little substance. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> is it throw a few smoke balls around and I am good. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I know you're you're the you're the martial art guy. I know you like that. Yeah, I like those movies. So I will you know, someday I will try to get a hold of one of those little smoke bombs and see, you know, <laughs> see what I can do with it. Gotcha. That's not a bad plan. Yeah. Um All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, what I what was I gonna say? Uh, oh yeah, real quick. Let's do a, play a promo from one of our Big Heads Media Network uh, partners. Uh, uh, let's listen to it right now. Hold on. Hi, I'm Brad. And this is Rob. And I'm Dustin. Uh, you guys, I messed up. We got. We, uh, me- uh. I hate him so much, Rob. Kill yourself already. Jeez. Oh, we can't <sighs> use this one. Because you dropped the F-bomb and you told him to kill himself. Oh, did I say something wrong? Only on Big Heads Media. Yes! Nailed it! (laughs) God, I hate you guys. All right, then. So we'll check that one out. And then um, we haven't talked about next week. What our next Well, no, actually we did, remember? Did you forget? No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what is it? All right. So... I, I mentioned it on Twitter, um, the birthday. It was John Eric Huxham's birthday recently. He was on uh, oh, cover yeah, up on Voyager. Yeah. And we did one episode of Voyager, our cover-up, and so we should do another one, I think, in honor of his birthday. We actually both kind of liked that show. It was a weird show about an ex-military guy who gets roped into finding out what happens to some woman's wife who worked for like the State Department or something, right? A woman's wife? I mean, <laughs> sorry, a woman's husband. <laughs> I mean, it could be. I just, you know. I, no, I know. Okay. I just, yeah. But, and then she's like a photographer. I don't know, whatever. But anyway, 
So um, yeah, I think we're gonna watch one of those. We got I gotta find a good one um, or find one. Yeah, okay. Mike and I are getting a little slap happy here at the end of yeah. this episode. <laughs> it's... All right, any uh, final thoughts on the master besides that you want to get some smoke bombs? Yeah, I want some smoke bombs. I can't wait. Can't wait for the next one we do. Just yeah. saying that right now. We should have kept a smoke bomb tally and like see how many smoke bombs they go through oh, the whole series. Might go back. <laughs> I might take that as a challenge now and go back. So. I rate this one four out of five smoke bombs. That's right. <laughs> Maybe this will be this will lead to a spinoff podcast where we do just martial arts movies with smoke bombs, but only ones with smoke bombs. Yeah, if there's like the helicopter, what was that one? The exploding helicopter. Yeah, exploding helicopter. We could do smoke. We can do ninjas with smoke bombs. Okay, and that might be a little tougher to find. Oh, don't be too sure. No, I, I mean I shouldn't say tougher to find movies with that in it, but tougher to find like a record, so we know it's which tough. movies have it. Otherwise, we're going to be watching a thousand martial art movies that don't have it in it. Tougher to find someone who wants to listen to that. One. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. We're a niche podcast right now. I don't know how much more niche we can be. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> All right. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that'll be it for this episode. All right. For uh, this episode, I used to watch this. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.